Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a series on a podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity, featuring my wife Lacey and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. All right. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This is my friend, John, and uh, well, actually, I interviewed his wife on our last episode, uh, but both John and Lauren are leaders in Cultivate. We are. Here locally. Yeah. So, for very nice. what's going on a year now, I think. Yeah. 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 I was going to make a joke about how we'll see about next year, but they were our leaders this last year. It was a decent one-year yes. run that we had. And <laughs> <laughs> Um, so John, tell me a little bit about, <clears throat> about yourself. Okay. First of all, like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you do? Uh, I sell security software. Okay. Uh, live here in Texas with my wife and we've got two little kids, okay. uh, three and four year old. And, uh, we've been back here in Texas now going on almost 10 years now. Yeah. Grew up here. Small little town. You grew. I grew up here. You grew up here, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you and Lauren met uh, in, was it Dallas? Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Yeah. yeah. Grew Our up in pe- Fort Worth and then, uh, yeah, <clears throat> you bounced around quite Worth? a bit. No, no, no. We met in Fort Worth. You met in Fort Worth. Met in yeah, Fort yeah, Worth, yeah. 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 So met in Fort Worth and then yeah. bounced around a bit yeah. after uh, yeah, going to high school here. You want to <laughs> get out of here. You want to get out of the town. <laughs> and... Uh, quickly realized that uh, you know, after a couple of years of marriage and start talking kids and all of that, like, all right, small town is where uh Well, originally, where we need to be. Lauren did not want to come back here. Funny story. The first time that I took Lauren down to meet my parents, uh, we were on our way back to Fort Worth, you know, driving through literally the middle of nowhere, Texas. And uh, one of the things that she said um, on our way back was, there's no way I'm moving. <laughs> no way I'm moving there. Right. Well, do you guys? And w- then we moved here. Yeah. Well, you, that was after moving to California first, yeah. though. Yeah, I spent a little time in California, a couple of years in California. Which makes sense that you're in Texas Not now. in California. Yeah. yeah. Not, <laughs> not necessarily in Texas, just not in California. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you guys, yeah, so you guys have been married how long? 11 years. 11 years. Yeah, okay. we just celebrated 11 years this year. Yeah. Congratulations, by yeah, the way. Thanks. I told her, I was like, man, that is a, an accomplishment, so... Seriously, fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. We got married young, yeah. and so yeah, I think there was. Uh, what do you consider young? Uh, I was twenty three, and she was yeah. twenty four. She was twenty three, almost twenty four. Yeah, because she's a little bit older than you, right? Yeah, yeah. a couple months. Okay. Yeah, I roasted her about almost being Good. forty. Yeah, thank you. She yeah. was not happy. <laughs> she she was... needs it from, coming from someplace other than me. So I'm glad that you can help. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, okay. Oh, here we go. So what is your favorite way to waste time? Oh, it depends. It depends. I love working outside. Okay. So in the spring and pulling weeds and that's how I waste my time. Yeah. Um, but I like working, you know, working the yard and, and getting out there and doing that. But, um, you know, after a long day of work, um, just sitting on the couch and vegging out and yeah. Yeah. Well, you and I, kids. I was going to say, you and I like some of the same YouTube channels. We do? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. we, you and I had talked about how there's this one guy who, like, shoots things and blows things up. Yeah. 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 
fantastic channel. Yeah, it's fantastic. Demolition Ranch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, That's, don't say it. Well, They're okay. not, like, giving us money Sorry. to promote. Oh. Sorry. Scratch yeah. that. Scratch <laughs> that. That's not the name of it. <laughs> that was one um, I just made up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> off the cuff. <laughs> um, no, okay, so... so Okay, yeah, various things. Well, okay, yeah. can I, I, I need to, I, because I do know a little bit about you, mm-hmm. one of my favorite hobbies that you have when yeah. you're stressed is, is laying in the yard pulling grass. Yeah. Pulling crabgrass, right? Yeah. Pull, uh, yeah, we've got, well, we had crabgrass. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you don't have any more. I've spent like 17 years of my life, I think, laying out in that yard just pulling <laughs> crabgrass in 100 degree heat. <laughs> I don't have any right now, so that's cool. That's <laughs> so now I'm hobbyless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Open to suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, so like currently searching. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. So okay. So you, uh, yeah, you like to work outside. Yep. Like to work with your hands. Yeah. Man- just, manual, just yeah. yeah, getting hands dirty, doing something. Well, uh, a lot of teaching myself new things. Uh, yeah. Kind of, um, you know, w- working on something and learning how things work, but. Getting out there and doing it. And this last year, you just built, like, uh, not yard furniture, patio furniture. I tried. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a failure. No. you. They looked great, though. It looked great. It looked it really good. It was horribly uncomfortable. It was like a torture device. Well, you had the you put the bar, like, what, right in the small of your back? Or yeah, right I, in the, the middle <clears throat> of the back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple nights of, you know, really restless sleep because of yeah. that. I stopped that. That's but also you, a hobby that's not a hobby anymore. Making I like to build furniture? stuff. Yeah, I've built some furniture. Not not patio furniture anymore. Yeah, it looked good, though. I gave up. It looked good. I, I'm a quitter. <laughs> I'm a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay. So, and then la- uh, last kind of intro question mm-hmm. is, what would you say is the way you receive, like, love? Are you a quality time person? Are you a, uh, like, physical touch? Uh, are you gifts? Um, it's the acts of service. Acts of service. Yeah. So you're a service guy. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Probably okay. not a surprise to many people that know me, but right. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Acts of service. No, like, no, and we were talking about how you just, appre- like, one of the things that you have a passion for, what something that you feel like God kind of revealed to you over mm-hmm. the last year was teaching people how to um, do... It's like practical. Yeah. Uh, how did you describe yeah, it? Yeah, so, so that that was uh, it was it was in the missions conference. So yeah. kind of just a little funny, I don't know, little story. Um, but yeah, so in the missions conference, you know, we're praying around, you know, how how do we feel led to support? Is there a specific mission that we're you know maybe called to? So I'm sitting there praying, and um, and and it was very clear. Well, not at first. It was it was um, laid in my heart that. Um, I should help, you know, focus on kids mm-hmm. um, through life skills. Yeah. Like just things that maybe you and I and a lot of a lot of people take for granted. But seeing especially some of the younger generation having or not having the ability, not the ability, not having the um, like access knowledge the, yeah. or, or yeah. somebody to help them learn things. Yeah. I mean, as basic as an oil change or, you know, we're talking yeah. about our, our mutual friend with some land, you know, yeah. going out and chainsawing and working with our hands and, you know, clearing trees and yeah. just doing some work. Um, so that's, that's what I heard. I was yeah. like, well, hold on, God, that's not what I'm praying for. I'm praying for who I should be you know looking at <laughs> right. to support. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was more clearly, put yeah. on my heart that no this is where yeah yeah 
that's something awesome. you need to do. So that's, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like, I, you know, for me, I know the importance of that because part of my story is I didn't have a dad, not that, not that it was any lack on his part, but it was, he just didn't teach us practical stuff like yeah. that. So it was, it was later on in high school, a youth pastor that took interest in me and mm-hmm. he, we kind of remodeled our my parents' bathroom yeah. or my mom's bathroom at the time. And so it was through his, he was, he was like a jack of all trade kind yeah. of a person. Yeah. And so it was through his abilities that I started picking stuff up. Sure. And so like the importance of that, especially for people who don't have a dad in the home or don't have a dad who, who knows that stuff themselves. Right. It, just so many reasons why. Well, and, e- and even, yeah, I think even with, uh, you know, specifically young men and yeah. boys, um, even with a, an active and involved father, there's probably things outside of that father's yeah. knowledge or skill set. Sure. Yeah. That they, there's areas that they can learn. And so I was very fortunate growing up <clears throat> with um, both both parents being very active in in my childhood right and so i was able to learn a lot of really just cool things yeah. as a kid that i took for granted that yeah. i just assumed that everybody knows how to do sure. this or whatever it may be um yeah and it's just not that's just not the case and so yeah, yeah. i had a uh, the great thing like with that and you you kind of hit on it of of having multiple people being able to speak into someone's life mm. you get different skills and talents and and all of that involved so i was actually yeah. working with daniel the other day mm-hmm. in on his property yeah um and we did we did chainsawing we did like big tractor moving tree stuff mm-hmm. and it was great because it's it's that very thing of him and i there's a few trees that we had to fall but how they were falling, it was going to be very awkward to get it out. Mm, right. And and then you're dealing with, like, a huge tractor. You're dealing with tons of weight, pulling on chain. And so we did. We had to problem solve that. And yeah. with the more people you can get involved in that, and like you're saying, you know, having two, three, four guys, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you can bring that knowledge. Yeah. And, and yeah. so anyways, uh, it's, yeah, really cool. Maybe awesome. very easily also identify the people that you don't want to listen to also along the way. When, you know, <laughs> well, you don't invite them. Four or five people are telling you how it should be done. You're like, no, that's a horrible idea. We're not doing <laughs> you're that. Just, you're Next. Just, yeah, you just identify your friends who you're like, eh, they're not going to be invited. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, okay, one of the uh, conversations that Lauren and I had <clears throat> It was on how, like, when you guys got married, you both come to this marriage with baggage, and I don't even want to say, like, good or bad baggage. Mm-hmm. Like, you just come to the, a marriage with stuff, sure. right? And so... Yeah. Like anybody would. Like anyone yeah. would. Right, yeah. right. And so, like, over the last... In, in, um, so, like, for her, she was coming into a marriage with trauma, with... Uh, both from her mom, with fears, with anxiety, mm-hmm. which had caused her, like, the behavior out of those mindsets was controlling, was, mm-hmm. um, for lack of a better term, like, term, basically she said that she would just boss you around, but then she'd be like, I want to know your opinion, and then she would argue with what your opinion was. Right, right, right. Um, There was no opinion. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. (laughs) So basically, you had learned, because of that, how to respond. Mm. She said it was like a lose-lose. Yeah. So tell me, like, growing up, like, communication-wise, 
Um, what did you see or how, what did you learn communication-wise and how to deal with normal communication, yep. conflict? Like, mm-hmm. what, how were you taught? Like, what was your upbringing with that? Yeah, well, so growing up, um, both of my parents being former military um, and then also just civil servants, whether it's, you know, medical or law enforcement, mm-hmm. all of that. Uh, my parents did all of that. And so there was um, almost kind of a, a uh, command structure, okay. I guess, maybe okay. that was in our family where... You know, as, as a kid, um, you listen to what you're being told, and yeah. you don't question that. Like, you, that's just what you take. Sure. Um, but there wasn't – I don't think that there was um, an avoidance of conflict necessarily, but um, – or of differing opinions necessarily. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you can voice that it disagree. You, yeah. We could have voiced yeah. disagreements, but it wasn't um, – you weren't going to argue. You weren't going to certainly raise your voice, anything like that. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website, cultivaterelationships.com. Our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with God and others. Uh, we've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear we've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet we've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos and all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you if you would like to become a partner please visit cultivaterelationships.com support now I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Your family, I imagine, especially both being military, both being, um, like you're saying, you know, like coming coming at it as a civil servant, you have hierarchy. Yep. Um, very cognitive, I imagine. Very pragmatic. Yes. Uh, your conversations. Mm-hmm. And so I imagine coming in with someone who is more passionate, more yep. <laughs> like, you know, and yeah. Lacey's very much the same way. Mm-hmm. And again, not that one is good and one is bad, but it's right. two completely different styles yeah. of communication. Right. And so yeah. being raised like that, I mean, that's how everybody was expected to right. perform. Right. Yeah. And then you go into marriage and it's now you're just mashing these two <laughs> things together. And it's like, well, this isn't working. Like something, something's got to give some yeah. way. We've got to find a way, like a happy medium. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so when... we've been married 11 years and it's taken 11 years. No. <laughs> you're like, we're, we're still figuring. <laughs> t- t- anyone want to respond? Uh, you know, feel free to let us know what we should do. <laughs> um, no, but so, so. So, like, in your marriage, yeah. how did you cope then yeah. with conflict? How did you cope with uh, whether it's times or circumstances where you felt out of control? Yeah. What would you do? Uh, I, I would uh, rec- kind of just remove myself from the situation okay. a lot of times. Uh, yeah. Either, um, you know, you speak up enough and then it's just dismissed or met with objection. Yeah. You stop speaking up. Yeah. Right? And so at that point, it's like, well, I'm not going to keep beating my head against the wall. Mm-hmm. I'll say what you want me to say. And then we're all going to live with these unmet expectations right. and disappointment. Right. Yeah. That's how that's how conflict so, like, would you, existed early. 
Yeah. Would you withdraw physically? Would it be a, a mental? Would it be an emotional withdrawal? Like, what what would that look like? If yeah. someone saw you and Lauren interacting, what would they yeah. see? Like, um, from your stand, like, for you? Yeah, uh, I would say physical and um, maybe not emotional, because I'm not okay. really, there's not a lot to pull back from emotionally, I don't think, but for no, me. No, but from but... her, like, you know, you can, sure, right? Yeah, like if, yeah, yeah. If, if she's emotional, a healthy relationship, not that you match the person's emotion, mm -hmm. but you meet them sure. in their emotion, right? Right, right. And so, like, even with that, I I know how I respond. And so I imagine yeah. it'd be similar where you'd sure. be like, uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> like yeah, walk, exactly. You just walk, walk away or don't acknowledge their right. feelings. You, you get, yeah, it was like, just let me get to a point where we're not at each other's throats. Right. <clears throat> and then I've got something to do. I'll I'll be back in an hour after I'm done at right. the driving range. Yeah. Right. Just, yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, <clears throat> so in this, like, what are some things that you've learned or realized or even come to terms with how you were, uh, I'll say how you learned mm -hmm. conflict. Cause I, I, I think, you know, I, I don't want to disparage the uh, same thing like with my parents, not that they intentionally taught you to do this, but from how you learned conflict or yeah. conversation, what are things that you've realized coming into a marriage and obviously desiring a healthy marriage, yeah. right? Um, what have you learned? Like, how does John Barclay yeah. cope now? And what are some things that you've learned to not only just help you cope, but also engage? Yeah, so I, I would say the the big stepping stone uh, in the right direction for where we are now was realizing that one way or the other wasn't right. Okay. May, but also the way that we were both going at it was not right. Right, right. Um, okay. So that was a big that was a yeah. big step. Can, um, hold on. Yeah. I want to pause there because yeah. I think that's such a profound statement because I think we can often come into a relationship, whether it's friendship, marriage, yeah. whatever, with, well, I've been doing this. How come you don't do this? Right, right. This is so easy. Why aren't you getting yeah. it? Yeah. So how do you, I guess, in that, mm -hmm. it's like with, and we'll get we'll get back to things that you've sure. coped with, but sure. I want to pause here, like with Lauren. Yeah. Uh, with my wife, who are both passionate, both uh, vocal, mm -hmm. loud. Yes. These are all positive statements. These are nothing derogatory <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, okay. The, and sometimes I, I perceive irrational. Yes. Yep. But also, I can be very robotic which is right. not healthy. Well, and I think I, I think a lot of uh, you know in conversations that we've had outside of this, uh, I think there are a lot of similarities in the way yeah. that you and I dealt with conflict. Yeah. Versus our spouses. Right. And then how those issues kind of boiled over, right? Or or, or maybe progressed. Right. right. So how did you yeah. though learn to value Lauren where Lauren's at? How did you yeah. learn to value that? I think it was it was really just finally coming to the realization again that that neither one of us is wrong we're both our intent and our focus in overcoming whatever the the issue was yeah. is still like 
it's still, we want the same outcome. Yeah. We're just going about it completely different ways. And her being very vocal about it and emotionally driven behind whatever it was and yeah. me being really the complete opposite of that is not going to get us there. Yeah. And so it really was just honest conversations between the two of us where we could get to that point of understanding mutually and also like just, I mean, just clearly saying like <clears throat> from my perspective, Hey, when you come at a situation like this, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to respond well. Yeah. So if we want to have a productive conversation and resolution, mm -hmm. then I need you to tone it down a little bit and I'll step up. Okay. Uh, you know, I'll be more verbal and, and, and honest, not yeah. just trying to get out of that argument yeah. and disagreement. Almost intentionally engaging in that. Because it's like everything right. in you and I is pulling at us to be like, we're out. Yeah, Tapping absolutely, out on absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. where is the next part in this conversation that I'm you know thinking <laughs> through this in my brain that I'm like, all right, we're gonna get to this point and then I'm gonna yeah. be able to like, yep, 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 uh -huh. and like slowly fading back, like, uh -huh. yep, yeah, okay, yeah. Bye. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. but but I think from both perspectives too, because um, if I do that and I'm still met with that same what I perceive as this um, animosity or or, or yeah. um, I forgot what you how the, how you'd put it, but uh, irrational. Well, I was going to uh, say passion. Approach, right. So <laughs> if that's how I'm perceiving yeah. this, I can still make an effort to meet you sure. somewhere. But if that's still where I'm met, then it's still not going to be as impactful as if you if the other person is also making that step. Yeah. To meet you halfway. Yeah. To get to that, there, that yeah, desired there, outcome. There's individual responsibility, but yeah. then also there has to be a cohesion, a, a coming together of here's our main goal, and we do have to work together. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, okay, so you're going back to, like, what are some things that you've had to learn to engage, to yeah. be intentional, to even meet her... Uh, I want to say emotion, mm -hmm. um, affirm mm -hmm. her emotion. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think the affirmation is definitely part of it, yeah. um, because I think a lot of the way that I perceived conflict previously uh, or in the past has been, how can I get out of this? Yeah. And so that's been the I think one of the biggest challenges for me is to not view a conflict as let's get this done and behind us and never bring it up again, yeah. as to more so. Let's work through this, figure out whatever it was that caused this. Yeah. So we don't have to deal with this again, ideally. That's, yeah. that's still my, I think, my goal and our goal. But how can it be a positive step instead of just, a, you know, stubbing your toe yeah. along the way yeah. down this path? Yeah. What are So what are some concrete things that you've done in putting yourself out there yeah. emotionally mm -hmm. for her benefit? But then what are some concrete things that you've done to affirm her, because uh, I think honestly, like uh, people listening who who are more uh, uh, passionate and lively with their words are probably listening to this conversation, going, "Oh my word!" It, like they're not saying anything. But then people, people like us, are like, "So, so what do I do? Right? So what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like because yeah. I, I." 
what are concrete so, ways that, what are things that you have done? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I know for myself, it started off with me going, like in my brain, mm-hmm. thinking, Nathan, tell her her emotions. You understand why she would be feeling that. Yeah. Tell her that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think um, that definitely part of it right. for sure. Um but even more simply, being present in the conversation and okay. actually engaging in a dialogue okay. versus just trying to satisfy an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, a, I think, part of it. Yeah. Um, and then I think also part of it for me is my wife can, uh, you know, it, she can come at things very passionately. Sure. And in some of those circumstances, it's overwhelming for me to deal at that point. Yeah. And so in the past, it would be, let's just talk about that later. And then a couple weeks later, it goes by and nothing and nothing and nothing. But being intentional to follow up, me being intentional to follow up, because if I left it to her, it would be five minutes later, we're going at this again. Uh, (laughs) And I still want to be ready to actually... Later is 10 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, like, verbally processing what I'm feeling and what my thoughts are. Yeah. In the moment, I'm horrible at doing that. Right. So intentionally coming back and me being the one to bring it back around. Okay. And having her on board with, I will bring this up and she'll trust me that I actually will bring this back up because I do honestly want to resolve that issue. Instead of just a dismissive, let's talk about that later. Yeah. And never get to it. All right. So... <clears throat> in all of this, I I see a uh, passionate and very uh, perceivably irrational Lauren on one side, okay, and a stoic robotic John on the other side. You and I would agree that stoic robotic is by far the best way to live. Correct. Um. How- <laughs> <laughs> However, what? Like, can you tell me a little bit about how there are times where you know for a fact that passion, that excitement, that perceived irrationality, you're like, you know what? That it's was warranted. That was yeah. it needed. Or or for you, that was so beneficial for us. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, I, I think Lauren's excitement around things um, and yeah, so so I am maybe more stoic, and um, <clears throat> I internalize a lot more. Yeah. Uh, that's not outwardly facing and yeah, not outwardly say, apparent. Both of us are internal processors, yeah. and I think both of our wives are external. Correct. Loud. Right, and so where <laughs> I may be seeing, you know, Lauren's response to something is um, preemptive or, or jump in the gun, like, "Why yeah. are you excited about this at this point?" Like, I'm excited, but I'm not. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to show you. Right. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, there have been several times where Lauren's excitement has got me excited about cool. something that I'm almost trying to suppress. Like, sure. I'm excited, but I'm not that excited. Um, and that excitement has got me pumped up yeah. and, and really energetic and excited about things <laughs> when that's how I'm feeling, but I'm just not to that point yet. Right. When it's just, it, it really is more just trying to suppress some yeah. of these things instead of uh, showing it, which for me, it's moving in the right direction. And for her, it's pulling me along. Yeah. 
in those situations to meet her where she is at also and rightfully so yeah 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 Yeah. one of the i think one of the biggest things i it it was so funny because it was literally like this flash of revelation okay so i'm an internal processor and so anyone who's not an internal processor is just noise like i view it as you're just talking and it's noise because you're not how i perceive you're not actually saying anything that brings resolution sure you know and it 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 was honestly i think i managed it well for a number of years but it's only been in like the last two and a half years or so where it struck me as a revelation oh lacy is a external processor and it's funny because i have so many friends who are external processors mm-hmm. like v- vocal processors yeah. right i'm totally fine with them and i'll just let them talk like dude yeah you talk you yeah, know right, i'm fine right. with that but it's like i would take the things that lacy was saying personally mm, sure and it, like i said I, I feel like i managed it well for a number of years once i dealt with my own stuff right i managed it well but it was like only probably like a year and a half ago or two or so, like recent yeah that i was like oh I don't have to be offended at this because that's literally the process for her is Mm -hmm. saying all the words. And so to me, that was a huge revelation in in my interaction with her specifically, but then also other external processors. It's like, oh, they're just they're talking. That's how they. Yeah. That's how their brain processes information. Yeah. 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 Well, and and I think also, um, you know, for me understanding that there are going to be differences and that diversity yeah. of the way that people process or the way that people view certain things is good. Yeah. And more often than not, we have more in common and our goals are the same. Mm-hmm. How we get there is vastly different. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Right. Even though I have my bias towards yeah. a certain way. Yeah. Maybe that's not always the right way. Right. But there is, yeah, that, that, just variance of how people process yeah. is, is really good. Have you, it, and that kind of goes back to <clears throat> that kind of where we started off of having multiple guys like speaking into a person's life, sure. right? And even in, I think that's the thing, like in marriage, you expect, <laughs> it's so funny, like in friendships, I feel like I have a, a camaraderie where it's like, oh yeah, like what's your idea? And yeah. I, Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's awesome, right. you know. But then if I more willing to listen to yeah, other, but then like my yeah. wife, she'll give me an idea. I'm like stupid. The worst idea uh, I've ever heard. First of yeah. all, I have better ones. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, very dismissive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I don't know. And I, I think that that's that's just, uh, maybe just a byproduct of living in such close proximity yeah. with people. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Because I think of, like, even, like, when you live with family, yeah. short amounts of family, you're like, oh, dude, you're so awesome. Like, I feel like we could share a house together mm-hmm. and be awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you share a house together, yeah. and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I've made a horrible yeah, mistake. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> going to college, I uh, you know, had some some great friends mm-hmm. that went to high school with. We, yep. we um, knew each other really well and had for a while. Um, go to college and live in the same apartment. And that crumbles, right? I mean, well, yeah, you realize one of your guy friends doesn't even wear pants. It's like you gotta wear pants, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah it's like, just you. You start, yeah. It's just, <laughs> and then every the little thing starts setting right. you off, and there's no grace or no. Yeah. Um, the way they chew their food, the way they. <laughs> yeah, 
do you have to leave the kitchen messy? Yeah, yeah like everything. Yeah, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, so I think that that just puts in a whole yeah. nother level of stress or, um, I don't know, complexity to a situation, right? Oh, yeah. It, so tell me about, like, what has been your guys, your process, you and Lauren, with commitment? Because I, I know in our marriage, we had entered the marriage because my parents had gotten divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, we had entered the marriage with a few rules, and they were based on our own experiences. Mm-hmm. But one of them is, you know, we won't talk about, we won't joke about divorce. Like, mm-hmm. that's not going to be a, a funny joke to us. Sure. Um, and so, and I imagine, like, especially Christians in general, probably more of an unspoken rule, but that was something in our marriage Lacey and I had to talk about, you know, because that had been my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think more than those details there, but what I want to talk about is like the commitment level and what, I guess, what place does commitment play in your willingness essentially to fight it out? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think we had very similar, um, I don't know, you could say rules, I guess, but we okay. had, yeah, like we, we wouldn't even talk about divorce. Yeah. Like we, we, we spoke about it before we were married, um, constructively around yeah. our viewpoints around it and all yeah. of that. Um, and we were both very much on the same page of that's not an option. Like it's not even on the table Yeah. Um, yeah. for us. And I mean, even through some of the more rough times that we've had as a couple, um, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not even entered into my mind as right. an option. I mean, right. even in the darkest places that we've been, um, <laughs> it, <laughs> right. it wasn't there. <laughs> right. Um, and I would venture to say for Lauren the same thing. It's just yeah. not even it's not even an option for it. There wasn't yeah. even an option for us. And so <clears throat> there was always this level of commitment there, whether we were pursuing that right. or not was a different story. Okay. Right. So so like I said earlier, you know, coming to the kind of this mental realization for myself of we're on the same team and going for the same outcome Mm -hmm. why is this conflict causing such an issue Mm -hmm. and really working through that and then taking that that resolution or looking at it from that perspective was one of the bigger steps yeah Yeah. one of the you know we never so yeah we never use divorce as a tactic um but one thing Lacey would say is honey i have a pillow and you have half a lung (laughs) 10 seconds max. <laughs> hey, at least it's not divorce. No. <laughs> no that's, that's right. Um, no, it, you know what's interesting, though, um, is, is dark humor, uh, is when you take divorce yeah. off the table, um, you have to be more creative in how you resolve conflict. So so I think one one thing to clarify. So just <clears throat> saying you're not going to talk about divorce doesn't mean it's off the table either, right? For for maybe other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever I yeah. say it wasn't even an option, like it yeah. literally wasn't an option for us. Like you can ignore the word divorce yeah. and never mention it. Yeah. All the while you are you separately have a separate going lawyer. Your, yeah. You have a lawyer in yeah. on speed dial. I just don't live there and I haven't seen my you yeah. know, spouse yeah. in, yeah. you know, seven years. Yeah, that's no. Like so so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't 
it literally wasn't an option for us. Well, and that's what I mean is like when you take that option off the table. Yeah. And I know some marriages come into marriage with that just being one of the options of conflict resolution. Mm. And um, th- and that's what I mean it's a is horrible way to go into a relationship. Oh yeah, right? it, it's like choosing. It's like having one of your options at anything be failure. Like, well, I mean, we can always fail. Yeah, if this doesn't work out, then failure. Yeah. Um, and and, and so I do want to preface or caveat that that uh, I'm not giving advice on all issues. This is a very, uh, I'll say, one-sided yeah. topic right now, okay? Um, but, yeah, I think when people enter into marriage with the option of divorce on the table, you really do limit the success, the potential success and growth that you'll experience as a person. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact I am the, I'm the guy I am today. Uh, I'm able to ask John Barclay questions who's I'm not used to not be good with words and like right like I'm able to have an ongoing conversation for an hour with multiple guests solely because of my wife yep Yep. right like it her her passion and pushing me to be a better communicator was so incredibly hurtful and frustrating in to me worthless yeah. and, but but yeah. I look at now and the fruit of it right I'm like okay I've yeah. I've grown so much because of it 100% right and 100%, I, but it, yeah. it's all come out of uh having having the willingness to work through hard hard conversations yes right yeah yeah um what would you say like how would you, Looking at your life and who John Barclay was pre-Lauren to who John Barclay is today, what are some areas where you're like, oh, I know, like, I would not be X, Y, and Z, <laughs> you know? We wouldn't be living in Texas. Uh, it, yeah, if I was only doing what I wanted to do and, yeah. and was, I think, when we entered into marriage, um, you know, very selfish person. Okay. Um, I think had... I had had Lauren and I not worked through some of the conflict and I not grown and mm. she really dragged me kicking and screaming <laughs> through some things. No, you wouldn't be kicking and screaming. You'd just be laying there. Yeah. <laughs> just totally limp, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dead weight. Um, no, I, I mean, there. yeah, I mean, we, we wouldn't be here. Um, yeah, we wouldn't have the the two little kids that we've got. I wouldn't be in the, the even the career hmm. industry that I'm in now. What um, did you want to do? Like in high school, like thinking back, like what oh, was it? I don't know. what. I, oh, no, I, I gave up on, on what I was wanting to do out of high school. Um, but no, I mean, before before the industry that I'm in now, I was in a hobby industry. And I was, okay. I, I was you know selling scuba diving equipment and teaching people how to scuba dive. Okay. And it was a fun job. I loved it. It was, it was, it was a blast. Uh, there was looking back at it now, there was zero way we would have been able to, um, financially support a family. Okay. Um, it was very destructive or disruptive for our marriage uh, because a lot of the things that, that, that role was putting on, um, our relationship. And this okay. was before kids. I mean, yeah. I, I just wasn't home. I, okay. I was traveling all the time, um, like five days a week kind okay. of stuff. Um, and out of the state, all over the country, all over. And so, but the job was fun. Yeah. And she was one of the 
biggest, um, I think, <laughs> biggest cheerleaders for me, and also, you know, um, I don't know how to put it, but like the people to kick me in the rear end to yeah. get out of that and really see the potential I had yeah. outside of this really narrow focus. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because you look at what you do now and it's entirely relationship based because Absolutely you're, it is. You sell. Mm-hmm. Sell. Sell. Sail. Sell? Sail a boat. I don't sail. No. I don't go in the water. You you have people buy things from you. <laughs> you sell. 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 So anyways. <laughs> Agree to do, disagree. We can do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> you are in sales. Yes. And which takes relationship building because mm-hmm. you have to have camaraderie. But then you're also communicating. You have to talk to yeah. sell a product. Mm-hmm. And so what, Um, like, yeah, with that, it's all in, I, I would assume, Lauren and you two learning conversation, learning how to talk, learning how to resolve Yeah, it was like taking these baby steps in the home, right? Right, And then now I can apply this outside (laughs) of that, right? (laughs) What I picture, I picture John, like, like you were saying, you know, you want to get out of a conversation quick. Like, I imagine someone asking you questions about sales and you're, or like a product that you're selling and you're like, uh, I'm just going to go over here. (laughs) Like, you're not going to, you're just going to withdraw from the Sale? I'll, I'll, I'll give you one point and then I'm out. Exactly. Hope, hope that's enough. <laughs> there was a lot of, um, a ton of growth that out of learning how to effectively deal with conflict resolution mm-hmm. um, that really stemmed there mm-hmm. and then, I mean, had its fingers in all different aspects of, of yeah. my life and Lauren's life. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, taking this conversation from you and Lauren, uh, you, you've talked about how you've grown in that relationship, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I'm picturing stoic John non-verbal, conversational, relational John, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm picturing what I imagine what a relationship with God would look like. And I, I, I perceive that it would be very controlled and according to what you, uh, what your expectations were. Sure. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah. Like, what would you, like, growing up, um, what would you say or how would you ex- describe your relationship with God? Yeah, I, I would say one-sided for sure, where almost where it's like I've got expectations, I'm not voicing those yeah. expectations. I'm just sitting here well, waiting, and then I'm just, all right, well, I yeah. guess that's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, it, it, so maybe there was maybe um, yeah, just unmet expectations okay. um, for what I perceive that relationship to be. What, like, like yeah. what were your expectations? Uh I don't even know. Well, is there, like, do you remember any time where you're like, okay, here's what I expected God to do or be or say? I I think I I saw God more as um, this this ruler who's just, you know, 
um, like a, almost like a dictator type of, okay. of, of personality where um, you're commanded to do something and that's what you do and <laughs> you don't question and you don't um, you don't ask mm-hmm. for anything because maybe that little thing that you want doesn't really matter to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how I, mm-hmm. I viewed a lot of that, I think, growing up. Well, and a lot of... I, I imagine you probably viewed him a lot of how you were related to, like, very uh, militaristic is, sure. is more abrasive than what, yeah. I, what I mean. Um, I mean, just that stoic, cognitive, yeah. here's here's a decision, we're doing this, you don't have a say in it. Yeah. Is that fair? Or? Uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, maybe very pragmatic. Yeah, um, pragmatic. In, yeah. in that, that view. Yeah, absolutely. So... <clears throat> If you take the last eleven years yeah. with with Lauren and with how you've grown as a person, what are some things that you've seen in your relationship with God uh, to where it is today? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I would say you know, growing up um, was raised in a Christian house, mm-hmm. um, and and I think had a really great upbringing in the church, but it was also not a personal, uh, I didn't view it as a personal relationship or, you know, um, with, with God. Yeah. So since being married and working through a lot of that, um, part of what has grown with both Lauren and I has been that, um, more intimate Mm -hmm. walk in our faith, um, in relationship with, with Christ. That's yeah. absolutely been an area that's that's grown significantly. And honestly, uh, significantly in, I wouldn't even say 11 years, um, there, was, there was a long point early on in our marriage where <clears throat> I saw myself as a Christian. Mm-hmm. I was doing nothing to progress that. Okay. Zero. Yeah. Like to the point where um, not just I wasn't reading the Bible or, you know, participating in devotionals like I didn't want to go to church I didn't want to do any of that right. and not that I didn't want to go to didn't like going to church sure. or whatever it's like I don't have anything else to learn yeah there is almost kind of the perspective I almost look at it now seeing like why I, I don't know why I, I was like that but that's changed significantly yeah. and and um you know this I don't know hunger for hmm. more yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe the past five or six years okay. has has significantly grown. What are okay? So what are? Because I I imagine a lot of us, especially growing up in church, and especially growing up, I, I'll, I'll say more conservative. Sure. You you pick and choose the denomination. <laughs> I'll just say conservative. Um, th- I know that was more along the lines of maybe toward what I would understand is just a distant, more of yep. a distant relationship sure. with God. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, there was, um, you know, there were, there were a few different denominations that I, I was right. raised in. Right. Um, and I, looking back, I see some value in those different denominations. Absolutely. Kind yes. of cherry picking some yeah. things maybe, but yeah. yeah, definitely. I think the more um, ritualistic, yeah. denominations that that we were in growing up the less personal i 
felt hmm. absolutely with <clears throat> my relationship. Okay. Um, even just interactions with other people in the church, right. like in the actual building itself. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, you come in there, you up, down, kneel, stand, and you do all of this, and it yeah. was like you're you're not there. I, I didn't feel I perceived it as I'm there to do this whole act of Perform. stuff and listen yeah. and kind of listen. And that was it. And that yeah. was all I was getting out of a service like that. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So with that, what are some things that I, I, I could use the question like theologically, but maybe more for you. What are some things that you had to release to to be intentional in pursuing a more intimate relationship with God? Because like you said, you did have expectation. Yeah. But what were some things that you've had to release uh, uh, and I guess speak to some of that? Um, I don't know if this will answer your question, and, and so we can go back to it. I think the biggest thing for me was um, <clears throat> realizing that that relationship is not one-sided. Hmm. Um, and by one-sided, that, do you mean him pursuing you or you engaging him him directing and commanding and okay. this is where Got you're going to go Got and it. this is okay. that like yeah. that that that's not the relationship that I okay. have today okay um so it's definitely more of um two way right <clears throat> caring friendship almost yeah. type of relationship i would say yeah. yeah um so that was that was one of the biggest things is getting to that point okay um and then also, again, I don't know if it'll answer your question, but I think also one of the bigger things was coming to this realization that um, God does desire the best for you, hmm. even if you think it is insignificant for him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, in in areas of, like, your own personal, like you said, you were more selfish Mm-hmm. What are some things that you you had to, uh, if you will, I have to give these up <laughs> to have the more intimate relationship with him? Would like what were things that you you would have to say? You know, obviously, your perception is I have to give these things up. Judgmental, oh, okay. this, this crazy judgmental attitude okay. towards even other Christians. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I, I would say that my view was. Um, very rigid and this is how you, this is how you worship. This is how you act. This is how you should pray, whatever it may be. And giving that up and again, realizing that, um, uh, well, at the end of the day, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. To me, it doesn't make a difference how the next person worships or prays. Um, so long as we are all focused on the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's that's the the, the key thing. Right. And getting there doesn't matter. Right. 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 Is um is there anything like in your and Lauren's journey together mm-hmm. and looking at especially like you were saying probably the last four years, five years? Yeah. Uh, five or six years. Yeah. Five or six years. Um just before kids. what are some steps that you guys have had to take as a couple mm-hmm. and then obviously like you individually yeah to to really encourage and enrich 
this pursuit because I th- it doesn't happen accidentally or Correct. or or I'm just gonna sit here and see what God does. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you guys have in, been intentional in yeah. doing as a couple? Then you, John, personally. Yeah. So I would say it definitely started with intentionally getting back into church and okay. getting involved with a body of believers. Okay. That was the first step. <clears throat> and then from there, it was, um, <laughs> we, I don't know if we went about it the right way. It was getting involved as, as much as possible as we could okay. and almost kind of putting feelers out like, is this yeah. the right area for us? Is this not? And, yeah. and, and that's kind of our approach and how we, we did it. That's fantastic. Personally, and we landed on some great things. Yeah. It just took us a while and sure. it was a lot of stuff that we, yeah. kind of sifted through and, and, and did that. But that's how we did it. Um, but I think give, getting involved with a community of believers yeah. um, and not just on Sunday mornings. Okay. Uh, small groups, um, just personal relationships with yeah. other believers and being intentional to go beyond just a <clears throat> a. a social type friendship with okay. maybe other believers or other friends. Okay. Um, and we were very fortunate to find that um, even prior to moving here. Yeah. Um, and so that really got us on, got us back on the right trajectory as yeah. a couple um, and, and in our pursuit. And that was where it all started. So my immediate question is this though. My, I don't know how to go deeper with my social friends. Right, like I mean, like I, I'm listening to you talking, yeah. and and the <laughs> it's like I want to, I, I want that yeah. intimacy, and I want that friendship where yeah. it's more than just we go to a brewery or we yeah. go to the golf course or we go to the gun range. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Sure, and those are yeah, none of those are bad things. Yeah, no, 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 but no, no, if no, that's but where want, it stops. Wh- I want then more. That's not what you want. But right? how, so, how? What did you guys do? Like, how did you do that? Because, I, I, I mean, that's that's learned. Lacey and I have had to learn how to yeah. do that. But like, what was your guys's journey in, in doing? There was that? a lot of prayer, a okay. lot of prayer, and just for some type of guidance to get there, because that is not the natural thing for me at all. Like, right. Being like you're not on the gun range, you know, shooting it, and then you're like, So, how's your relationship with you and your wife? <laughs> like, that's how most of my trips go, actually. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, right? but even you know, even you know, sitting Tell over me about dinner, that argument that you guys were in, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even even sitting with friends around a dinner table, and and it's very easy for me to stay surface level, and right. that's about it, and we're not going any deeper. Um, so I think really pursuing our own, um, our own faith and relationship, uh, with God led us down the path to be able to have conversations with Mm -hmm. others and, and go about it that way. Also though, I think it was stepping out of our comfort zone and getting involved in a small group that was not our core group of friends that we were socializing with. So it was getting uncomfortable and getting involved with another group. Okay. Which helped us get to a point with our core group of friends that we could start bringing some of that into our personal relationships and merging some of that together. If, 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 if that was 
possible. So, yeah. okay, so it sounds like there was multiple facets to to what you guys had to do. Number one, like you were saying, it's you and Lauren individually desiring and seeking out like your own relationships with God. Correct. But then as a couple, mm-hmm. um, being more participatory yep. Uh, yep. in the church. Yep. And like you were saying, filling yeah, out. It, it, but, it, but it was participatory participatory in the sense that it wasn't going to check a box. It was going in together mm. with a mindset of we're doing this not just to show our faces on Sunday morning. Like we're good morning, Christians or, right, on Sunday. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. wasn't doing it from that sense. It was it was going with an authentic uh, desire and yearning for our own personal and uh, marital relationship right, right. with God. Yeah. And then, okay, so then it was also you guys, I think you said this, having ultimately it gets down to that vulnerability mm. that you, like you were saying, you being vulnerable with this group of people that you originally wouldn't have considered your closest friends or anything like sure. that. Um, <clears throat> but then bringing... Yeah, okay. So it's it's just multifaceted in how you guys got to where you're at. Yeah. It, there was no no singular checkbox that you're like, we did this and, and man. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and um I I would say it's still a process for sure. I mean, oh, even absolutely. after several absolutely. years. Right. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah. I mean, the first I would say the first year or so of being very intentional about what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and what we were pursuing, um, I mean, it was a lot. Yeah, it was it was tough, and it definitely took um both of our commitment. Yeah, to stick with it and to to really pursue that. Yeah. After that, it got so much easier, and it yeah. became it, it not not that it's easy, but it it became something that we really desired and looked forward to yeah. and and um yeah that's yeah. what okay so for Lace and I we <clears throat> like one of the areas that we s- strive to have in our life are people who are intentionally vulnerable and willing to willing to let their mess show mm-hmm. right i mean like um i want to word this right but essentially I I guess maybe that was my next question for like you and Lauren how much of what you guys desired came out of what you saw other people having and then how much of it was like self desire like uh, man I really want this I'm just gonna go to church and hope that I see that Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to step into that. Yeah. So. D- did that question make sense? I think so. But okay. I'm probably going to answer it. So Just it, tangentially. You, no, um, that's great. <laughs> I, I think um, a lot of the driving factor behind getting through a lot of that was seeing what others had. Okay. In their own personal walks. Okay. And seeing, you know, looking at Lauren and I and saying like, there's something missing here. Yeah, okay. Um, and so maybe out of a selfish desire to like, yeah, I want that too. 
Yeah. You know? Well, and I don't I don't even mean selfish. I mean like self-motivated. Like, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Um so definitely. Like I, I would do say, want a better marriage. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the steps to engage people who I perceive to have yeah. healthy marriages. Sure. But then then conversely on the other side of it, going, I didn't even think of how I see that person operating. But I want that. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what I mean is like yeah. self-motivated. Here's desires that I have. And then I see something that I want. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and how much of that, how much of, how much of what, um, you know, as you're in that pursuit, as mm-hmm. you're in, in that pursuit, both you and Lauren starting to see things with the the friends, the small groups, the 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 things that you're participating mm-hmm. in, you know, how much of that? Uh, I, I guess my question is why, on some of the things that I, because I know your story a little bit, yeah. on on some of the things that I know made you uncomfortable, why didn't you stop? Why didn't you stop? Why didn't you go? Mm, I'm good. So it was a combination, I think, of two things off the top of my head. Uh, Prayer. Okay. And uh, there have been, there was one time in particular that I, I remember praying about uh, something, about, okay. about taking this next step and being like, I don't want to do this. God doesn't want me to do that. And that's what I'm, a, that's what he is going to tell me right now. <clears throat> And then it's the total opposite. So they're yeah. like, oh, great. That's, I must have said something wrong. Hold on. <laughs> right. Uh, so there are lots of prayer. Okay. Um, and, and truly desiring to hear his voice speak into mm-hmm. that. Um, that was, that was uh, one thing. And then Lauren hmm. uh, kind of, like I said, kind of dragging the dead weight along <laughs> in some areas for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I... And, Honestly, like that's that is how do I say it? Like that is for me been so vital in, and I think both her and I have dragged each other at certain points, sure. right? But that's where my stoicism and my own uh, lack of desire, mm-hmm. um, in fact, negative desire, sure, to participate in a lot of what I'm participating now. I'm. A lot more uh, charismatic, weird-ish. But it's come out of being in relationship with someone who is so passionate, who, you know, I I do it. There's been times in my life where uh, it's like exactly that. I can't get excited about anything. How come she gets to be excited about stuff? And at least that was my own question. And it, it was in those moments where I had to choose to be drug into whatever yeah. she, she was participating in. Yeah. And I, th- I guess that. And then you, yeah. very, uh, in my experience, and then very quickly you realize, oh, well, now I know what she was so excited yeah. about all of this. <laughs> <Exactly>. Great. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. I'm just the slow one to get there. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But I, yeah. And I think, honestly, man, the. Like, as I know you and Lauren, I think that's the thing that is so challenging Challenging to me is, like, both of you, I know God has asked you and brought you to places that freak you both out, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'm not saying, like, swinging off 
you know, chandeliers or anything like that. I'm just saying. Not yet, yeah. <laughs> not yet, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what tomorrow burns. <laughs> but I even know for, like, Lauren, and she was saying this, how people who said that they'd heard God's voice, she thought they were crazy. Yep. Right? Just, I mean, that small of an interaction with God. Yeah. But, like, you, both of you and your willingness to not quit and not be... Uh, not be, not allow, maybe I'll say it this way, not allow fear of that thing to stop you from pursuing that mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. right? And so that's just something I, I yeah. admire about you both. Yeah, and I think one of the one of the things, and it, it maybe was initially self-motivated uh, to mm-hmm. do, was um, we both like to participate in things, mm-hmm. but we also don't like to participate in things and not be truly involved and engaged yeah. um, and just kind of float through and, yeah. and do that. Um, even if we feel like we're getting something out of it and learning and growing, we still want to be involved in it. Not yeah. necessarily in a leader type capacity, but that's that's what we like to do. We yeah. both like to do that. Maybe me more so than Lauren as far okay. as that goes. Um, it's like if you're if you're doing this, I'm all in. We're going to do it. We're going right. to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, that's that's definitely been um I think yeah. beneficial in in that and yeah. that willingness to uh step out of yeah. the comfort zone maybe. Well, and even like with what you guys were saying how you found these different uh, I'll call them departments, okay, within the church that sure. you got you guys are operating in. Mm-hmm. Um your willingness to, hey, let's try this. Nope. Right. <laughs> That's not us. Right. Let's try this. And like you're saying, you're not just like surface level. I just disagree with that. It's very much like, no, I want something I can pour all of yep. all of us Absolutely. into, right? Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's such a huge encouragement to people who serve in the church because oftentimes I think we serve out of out of a sense of either duty or obligation. Like, well, this department doesn't have a need, so I'm just going to serve over here because I have to. Right. But what ultimately happens is when we serve where we're either not gifted Mm -hmm. or not passionate about, number one, that comes off to the people you're serving. Correct. But number two, what if someone else came into that department who's passionate, but they see it, Oh, it's already filled. Filled. Uh, I'll go serve somewhere else. Right, right. You're now stealing from someone else who is gifted and passionate in that area, and I think that's what that's what I'm trying to get at. Is you two were not. Uh, you're like, hey, let's bounce around. Let's see where our gifts, passions, desires are. Where we fit with the people. Where you know. And, and then we're digging in. Like, that's, yep. that's where we're digging in. Yep. So I think that's yep. huge. And and that hasn't stopped either, which is really cool. Um, <clears throat> I think between the two of us, I mean, we we um, like to explore yeah. and, and and try new things and, and kind of keep yep. going at it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely times where it's, you know, very clear um, either initially or, you know, um, you know, through reflection or prayer later on, it's like, yeah, it's not that we need to look for something else. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing for sure or has any reflection on whatever that other thing may be. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, you know, really coming to that realization that it's not that's not it for us. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and I think trusting, okay, God, you're going to bring someone who this is. 
absolutely. This is, this is their absolutely. Spot. Yeah. yeah, there's there's been some yeah. really cool experiences with just that, uh, cool. you know, here, um, yeah. here at the church that we've got to experience over the past couple of years. We're really getting to see um, people step into different capacities, whether it's a leader or just um, supporting um, different groups where it's very apparent that mm. they belong there. Hmm. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool to see that actually in action. So it's good. Well, John, thank you so much. This is fun. fun. Fun chat with you. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate it. No, I yeah, I uh like I said, I just really appreciate you guys and and your willingness to step out of of your your comfort zones. Yeah. But also, you know what I love is that you both push back. Like you both are willing to to um you're not you're not uh What's the right word like? Where you give in? What is it where you give in easy? What's that word called? What is that? Pushovers? Yeah. Yes, okay. men? Sure. Yes, men. Okay. Pushovers. Yeah. You well, both... I think, but that really, I think, goes back to we we desire to be very much a part of something. Right. And so when I think you're at that place with whatever it is, yeah. you're really connected and you're you're committed to whatever that is. And so there is a an honest desire to see um to see things work out <laughs> right and so yeah. you you whether again like whether you're in a leader position or not um yeah. you you have this um i think responsibility to to participate fully yeah. and i think that's yeah. part of it okay yeah one last question i just yeah. thought of it oh. because this is one I of the we things we were over no i thought oh. we were too <laughs> um, no last question uh because this is an area that i've seen externally out of you right so we'd asked you to to partner with us to lead a small group yeah right and then we completely abandoned you within the first year this is true because i so i had had to have surgery Right. No, here's Whatever. the. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's <laughs> the story. <laughs> <laughs> no, so here's the question I have, though. John, it's been about two years, I think, we've been doing this, right? Leading the small group? I think a little bit longer than that now because uh, this was, what, a year before COVID? Oh, yeah. And yeah. Well, we don't. Do we count that year? We don't count 2020, yeah, right? It didn't, it yeah, it didn't. Okay, so two years. It goes yeah. 2019 to 2021. Correct. Yeah, two years. <laughs> okay. So, in, <laughs> but in your own giftings, in your own abilities, mm -hmm. you, uh, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, spoiler alert, but you've become an incredible leader mm. in that small group. But prior to that, you had said, like, you you didn't view yourself as, like, someone who would lead a Bible study or small group. Well, so I, I, I do um, – leadership of people comes very naturally to me. Okay. However, leadership in uh, a Bible study or yeah. anything related to uh, the church okay. was very far outside my comfort zone. Okay. <clears throat> um, Especially, I mean, growing up in the church, you know, you have this foundational level of knowledge. And then also, you know, the way or through my years since then through, as a mm -hmm. child, um, really stagnant. Okay. Really? From a from a, a pursuit of relationship with Christ. Yeah. And so I definitely saw myself as 
a leader in a lot of aspects of my life. This is not one of them. Right. I'm not qualified. I'm not. Um, <clears throat> I'm not capable of of doing that where I'm at today, and so yeah. So when when um, y'all brought that to us to you know potentially lead the yeah. small group, this was one of those. Uh, this is the time I was like praying like, is this something that we need to do? No, 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 no. You're not. This isn't <laughs> what I need to do. And then it was. No, this is yeah. this is it. Um, and even at that point, it was like, I'm still not qualified to lead this small group. Um, and it's been, um, it's been fantastic. This small group that we have has been, um, incredible, whether it's the people, um, that, that have participated in the small group, but, um, I think that's really been one of the biggest factors yeah. is the the um, the group of people that we've um, we've had come into the small group, but it's very apparent that um, the spirit is moving within yeah. that group, um, and so you just kind of never know what what's well, going to come out of that. But as a leader, yeah. it almost makes it a little bit easier and yeah. a little of the pressure off because, um, yeah, it's. Um, well, you guys have you guys have cultivated such a atmosphere of intimacy, mm. um, of of vulnerability in the group mm-hmm. that we can we can literally tell jokes, yeah. but then in the next second be crying with someone who's struggling with a yeah. something. You yeah. Know? yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the 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 power of a small group and, and of authenticity in a yeah. small group is incredible. Oh, it's so um, huge. When, when you've got a group of believers that is willing to be uncomfortable and raw and honest and, 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 but also there for each other. And, yeah. and it's, it really is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, we're very fortunate with that. Well, and I love the demographic of our group. Like I, Almost over half of the pastors on staff are in our small group. <laughs> yeah. And so what I love about you got you specifically being a leader and feeling like you're <laughs> yeah. so not qualified. And now you're the small group leader of. I think you've got to love God's humor, right? Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 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 I mean, from you know, yeah. a couple of years ago saying I'm not at all qualified to do that yeah. to. <laughs> just wait. You yeah, know? leading a group of the majority of the pastors on Correct. staff at the church that you attend. Correct. It, it's yeah. <laughs> right. You gotta love God's humor to that. But I, I think it also shows. I think it also shows that God sees in us things that we don't even see in ourselves. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. There's, he has such a hope for us. It's if we are willing, and I think that's something that I've, I do admire about you and Lauren. If we are willing. to to be moved outside of what I consider to be the standard of how things should run. Mm. He can bring how he actually designed you to fruition. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? That light is shown in all oh, kinds yeah. of areas he never yeah. would have expected to see. So yeah. Okay. I, yeah. We got to shut this down. Um, John, thank you, so, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Such a, a, a awesome conversation. Yeah. Really appreciate your, your vulnerability. Your yeah. Willing to, talk and um, when are you going to fly me back to be on the next podcast well <laughs> I'm not, i was gonna say i'm not joe rogan i don't fly guests in come on I know, we're, you need some red lighting and 
See the boom mic. See, that's what that's what I was expecting when I walked in here. It's not a real podcast if it's not a boom. You say it's a podcast. We have that's one still over to there. be determined. It's my own boom. Bring that next time. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. It was fun being here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm debating whether or not to have you back. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Thank you.